guys, listen up right now. This is the most important episode you will ever hear of this podcast so far. I, Malu, totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, baby. My manly, manly voice. I graduated with an engineering degree. I fooled them all. <laughs> because she's a real phony. Because she honestly believes all this phony junk that she believes. I mean it. Yeah, no, we're like friends, I guess. I don't know. Friends? I guess. We're collaborators. To you. <laughs> it's to you. <laughs> to you. <laughs> it wasn't good, but I made it up. So. We, made, well, we made it work. Welcome. Okay, we'll make it Hello. Work. It's Malu. I'm cutting her off again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were saying. It's Malu as in you or Malu. I was like, no, you're not. No. No, I'm not. And I'm so thrilled. <laughs> Hi, it's Fuck me, you. Katie. Yeah. I've been smoking for 50 I'm years. I'm Katie. And I'm Malu. <laughs> Thank you for giving me the very old lady voice. I feel like it, it bites That wasn't a me. lady. That was definitely... That was a ghostly a old dude. That was that was that Jacob was... Marley. <laughs> nice. I am coming soon to bring you the ghosts, Katie. What do you mean there, guy? <laughs> Give me all I the money. It... Yeah. Here's five ones. We'll, we'll never Give me be a as ten. Good at those voices. <laughs> Let me go pick up some more cigarettes first. That's the voice. I smoke there a pack an hour. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm hardcore like that. You know, <laughs> me and this nine-year-old, we're pretty tight. Okay, let's introduce ourselves you? first because I'm. This is distracting. I'm, I'm Katie. <laughs> Hi. And I'm Malu. And this is Film School Professionals. This is a hot yeah, mess. Is what film it school is. Pod- <laughs> oh, sorry to interrupt wow. you, Malu. Interrupting our introduction. That's the only part that we don't totally. <laughs> Tangent the only part that we don't completely butcher every week. The funny thing is, I'm making Fun. this so much harder for me because this is what I have yeah. to take care of. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> you're, you're apologizing to yourself there. Mm-hmm. Excuse anyway, me, I'm so sorry. This, this, if you haven't noticed, is a film school podcast and it's brought to you by us, Katie and Malu. And guess what? We're not filmmakers. We never went to film school. Uh-huh. Wait, no, no we, we are didn't... filmmakers, but we never went to film oh, school. No. Yeah. There we go. How does that how does that feel? Huh? Huh? Yeah, feels, feels good. Unplanned. Feels good, man. On practice. Yeah, thanks, Gabe. That's right. I'm going to introduce... I keep wanting to introduce Gabe and cutting myself off to introduce Gabe, and uh, we'll just follow the structure first. I'm Katie Kometz. I'm a writer. I'm a director. I'm a filmmaker. Oh, and I'm Malu. <laughs> I'm your, fav- your favorite professor. Why does she always I... fucking say that? Why does she... Can somebody please leave a review and say that Malu is not your favorite <laughs> professor? Help a girl out. It's what I choose to say instead of saying I have a huge ego. God. (sighs) Paraphrasing. Katie, you have to manifest Um, the destiny you want. Thanks, Gabe. That's really helpful advice. Well, I'm I'm just saying you should lead with an I'm your even more favoritist professor. Yeah, you've had 30 episodes counting this one to do that. You haven't. Yeah, you're right. You're you're right. I could battle Malu with that. I'll leave it up to the people to decide. I don't need to ask for compliments, Malu. Okay. I'm not asking for them. I'm giving them to myself. I'm your favorite professor. I'm a writer. I'm an artist. And I do storyboards. Look at that. Wow, you did it confidently (laughs) this time. Good job. Yeah. All right. Because I'm manifesting my own future. Thank you, Gabe. Good job. 
And if you haven't noticed, everybody, we have a guest here today, and it is the one and only, the producer man, the reason film school professionals makes it anywhere past our closets. Please give a warm welcome to Gabriel Mara. Hi, everyone. Give yourself a round of applause. Hello. No, you know I'm going to give myself a lot of booze. Um, No. Hello, listeners. I'm Gabe Mara. I am the producer of this podcast. I am a producer for the MaximumFun.org podcast network, one of the best podcast networks there is. Very thrilled to be that. And I'm also the co-founder of Top Gallant Radio, the company that makes this thing. Um, I'm the co-host of Slow Readers, which is still currently on hiatus, unfortunately, because um, Daniel uh, likes to work more than he likes to hang out with me. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But money's important sometimes, you know? No, I get it. It is. I I get it. But you know what's more important? You know what's more important? Friendship. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very excited to be on your show. I have been a little podcast yes. starved to like be honest. So I'm I'm happy to be on the show. I'm clearly yeah, I'm... a fan of both of you. I would not <laughs> spend hours every week editing your show if I did not like your show. So I'm thrilled to be here. Without pay, yeah. Yeah, yeah without pay. Oh <laughs> my no god. Poor Gabe. Gabe That's how much he likes us. See? We're likable people. You're one of my heroes. You're one of my best friends. And I uh-huh. like this show is just all because of you, man. So we, I have, I'm so excited to have you on. I have been wanting you to be on this show since before it even was a show. So yeah. thank you for coming on, taking a, a, a break from your super busy schedule. Guys, isn't he fucking awesome? Did you hear everything that he does? How does he do it? <laughs> How does he do it? Your He's imposter so cool. syndrome is the syndrome. You're actually an imposter. Boo. He's so cool. And he looks We're fucking cool, too. You guys should go check yeah. him out on Instagram, where you can also find us cool. on Instagram at Film School Professionals. Check out Malo and I as well. You can find us from yep. the Film School Professionals Instagram. I'm Katie Kometz. That's Malo Morones. And then check out Gabe. Gabe, you want to plug? Yeah, check out Malu's Doodles on Instagram because it kicks ass. And go to um, uh, Katie's you. Um, YouTube channel where you can watch Bloom, a wonderful little short film. Woo! Yay! Thanks, Gabe. It's so happy. It's yeah. so wholesome. It'll Gabe, where, where can the people find anything about you on the internet? Fuck, shit. I don't know. Goddamn. Um, <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere. No um, digital footprint. Off the grid. I was recently added to the <laughs> Maximum Fun um, uh, the team page, which made me very happy. Oh, you're so cool! I know, yeah. goddamn. So I, 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 I have a very sassy description of myself on there. Um, if you want, yes. you can follow me on Instagram oh. at Tilder Swinton, T L D R Swinton. I thought that was very funny, and literally no one has complimented me on yeah, it. It's hilarious. But, I yeah. love it, T L D R. What's the like Swinton it. part? Tilda Swinton. Like oh, Hollywood legend, on, the Tilda right. Swinton. Come on, Katie That's Kat. probably why it sounded so familiar to me, but my brain just said, ah, why? <laughs> I like what it. Is why that? were you complimenting then if I you liked didn't it. catch the reference? Well, I still understood that it was a reference. I just didn't completely 100% get it. Okay. Cause, yeah, because you know, because I'm I'm uh, I'm sexually ambiguous. I have great hair, of and it I does. have a very long list of things I want to read, and I like to swint. I it's like perfect. That. Thank you. Like Gabe. <laughs> thank you. Aww. Aww. Oh my god, thank you. Yeah. So as you guys know, during our guest episodes, we have the guest pick guest the movies. Episodes. 
the guest episodes. Oh, I Thank like you. that. Guest episodes. Thank, Thank you. you. Guest episodes. <laughs> yeah. Gabe, what movies did you pick this week? Well, guys, um, so uh, um, the what I'm presenting to you is my my seminar. Oh, my gosh, what did I call it? Um, I think I called it oh, Long it's... Cons and Found Family. It's Solo, A Star Wars Story, and Paper Moon. Wow. Yay. Incredible. Incredible. You know, Gabe, I never heard of Paper Moon before this movie said you so told me to watch this Ooh. movie. Sentences. That's a <laughs> very yeah. nice save, Katie. Very nice. Hey. Thank you. Yeah, me Thank either. you. I had a lot of fun with it. And but my parents knew it. Well, so. it's it's a great movie. And also, I'm sorry. N- this is not a dig. I actually went to film school. I have a degree in film production <laughs> from CUNY yeah, Brooklyn. He does. So I went to Brooklyn Ooh. College, and I have a I have an actual degree from film school. He's the real film okay, school professional who teaches us. Yeah. What about yeah. foreshadowing? What, Malin? No, I said we're being overshadowed. Oh, overshadows? That's, that is absolutely correct. As soon Never. as Gabe walked in the room, we were overshadowed. I'm going to edit constantly. this so every time I talk, it's just like farting noises. No, Gabe. <laughs> Welcome, Ooh. Gabe. No, do it. <laughs> no. I like that. He's too cool. Too cool. <laughs> Gabe's going to help oh. us create this film school to be a real film school today and as he always does so we're gonna chat about those movies why he picked them uh Yay. also wonderfully enough gabe brought the game for malu and i yeah, i volunteered Check to expect that we were gonna play two games and no. I, I, I feel oh. like i feel like the person is like hey i'll bring i'll bring a bottle of wine to the party thinking there's gonna be like a bottle of vodka at the party then I arrive and everyone's like, oh, no, you're the only one who brought liquor. And I'm like, oh. That's right. That's exactly well, right what it's like to guess on yeah. this okay. podcast. You get this reference. You, you're the person that, it's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You're the person that brings a turkey to a Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. Look at you go. Yes. Love it. Malu, why did you announce the television show before you said the reference? Because Nine-Nine. Just in case. And because, yeah, because it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Nine nine. Nine nine. Guys, I have an icebreaker for you two. Are you ready? Oh. Well it is really cold, so it I'm is. Ready. It's chilly. It's fucking it's chilly. twenty We're degrees. A it's what it is. Is it the fork is it it is. It's the Taylor Swift one. Fork? Yes, fork. it is the Taylor Swift. I always want to say oh. fork lore. <laughs> Folklore. <laughs> I heard it's great. No Love banjos, it. though. Pretty disappointed about that. My icebreaker for the two of you is, are, it is. That's your favorite Taylor Swift song. No. That's <laughs> not it. Which Amelia Clark character in everything she's done <laughs> yeah, would, would you want to marry? Because I'm in love with Amelia Clark and this is the best that I could come up with for this week. <laughs> So instead of what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Yeah. That's cr- that that that's correct. Yes. Malu, if you don't mind, I'd like, I'd like to start because I would like to start. Honestly, I have it. this in my notes. It's apologize to oh. Katie because um, when you texted you texted um our group chat of Daniel, the four of us, um, the Top Gallant Radio gang, you texted yeah. something Ooh. about how much you love Amelia Clark, and my immediate right. response was to be like. Why the fuck is she bringing Amelia Clark up? What? I don't care about Amelia fucking Clark. <laughs> Rude. And then I rem- then I put back on Solo today, and I have to admit, I fucking forgot she was in the movie. 
I did not remember. And so I was like, I wanted to prove that I was watching it. (laughs) Yes. Because like, like my little vouch for this, I kind of, I kind of jumped right on you in the group chat being like, fucking whatever, Katie, Amelia Clark sucks. And so I have to apologize to you for that because that was uncalled for. It's okay. Listen, Gabe. A public apology. Gabe, one day your car is just going to be egged and you won't know who did it. And that's all I'm, I'm going to say. I'm going to know it's going to be you. It's going to be you. Obviously, it's going to be you. You just warned me. For the con- It's not going to be me. It's going to be yeah. me and Malu. We both are in love with her. I, if anyone ever shits I mean, on Amelia yeah, Clark I'm not again, egging anyone's car. Your car is being <laughs> egged like by Malu and I. Styles, but that's about it. No, Malu. You're going to sh- be at the crime scene with me. For context for the audience in the class, we live in opposite sides of the country. Um, but yes, I'm sure Katie will be egging Gabe's car very soon by herself, <laughs> by the way. She's going to fly really to LA her tracks. just to do it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fly to LA <laughs> with a dozen eggs, and that's it. You could it. buy eggs in LA. You can't get Why them on the plane. Why would I do that when I could just <laughs> take them on the plane? Because <laughs> legally, they'll take them away. Yeah, legally, they you won't. Can bring eggs on Malu? The yeah, you can. And TS- through TSA? No, you cannot yes, get you through can. TSA. So. Well, not. And Guys, I, don't even I bring fly eggs. with food constantly. You just can't but take eggs? beverage. No liquid. I, I, Why not? I do not They're think eggs. you can bring inside the a dozen eggs no. across like TSA. I don't think it'll happen. I would like. I would like you, you to go to TSA.com and send me that report. Could you smuggle anything that you're not supposed to take to three through no, TSA? No, eggs inside of eggs. I feel you can. Like you can tell them if the shell is broken. Not if it's on the bottom. What are they gonna pick the twelve yes, individual eggs? Yes. Do you not check off? your eggs like that, Malu? You can't be getting cracked eggs. I didn't eggs. last time I went to Trader Joe's and I actually got two broken eggs. Oh, no. That's because so you're I am gonna a start doing fucking it. fool. You have to check your eggs before you purchase them, you dingus. Well, TSA isn't purchasing them. Okay, what are... Well, you just said that you got two of... broken eggs from TJ's. So, like, what? why wouldn't you have checked them? <laughs> you called it TJ's. No, I, I, TJ's. I feel like the, most, most of the show is the two of you presenting a terrible premise and the other person shouting, what the fuck is wrong with you? And it's back and forth <laughs> across an hour and a half. Like, that's the show. Yep. Hey, Gabe, listen. Listen. We've been doing really well about keeping it to an hour before this conversation started. It's I been 25 so. minutes. Yeah, the, the, the whole guest <laughs> thing always makes it rough. But sorry, um, so to, to answer your question, Katie. Um, anyway, yeah. Ultimate, so, I, again, the reason why I snapped at you was because, and I said this in our group chat, I, I had no real experience with Amelia Clark. I saw the first season of Game of Thrones. I liked it just fine. I did not watch any more because my girlfriend and I were watching it, and then she she prohibited me from watching any more of it. And then we got into a huge fight that almost ended our relationship oh. over it. And I just stopped giving a shit, so I didn't watch any more of it. <laughs> and then oh I watched God. the final season of Daniel. So for, as far as I can tell, Amelia Clark has no range. because you when watched I watched the two worst seasons. Season one is bad. of Amelia Clark of oh, Amelia no, Clark's fair, part. No, but um, but I watched Me Without You, which, by all accounts, is a bad film. But she was <laughs> so bad in it. She she's she's so cutie. No, okay, hold on. So you guys can see my face right now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna reenact the scene yes. with you. So one of you would be <laughs> okay. Sam Claflin. Say something like, "I am never Me. gonna get better." <laughs> Malu, do you want to do it? <laughs> Go ahead, Malu. You does sick he have an fool. accent? Does he have an accent? No, he's using regular voice. Does he have an accent in this movie? <laughs> okay, I love go, go, it. I love so, Katie, do you want to direct yeah, us? I'll, Give I'll us an call action. action. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? <clears throat> action. I'm never gonna get better. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but my sweater is so fluffy. <laughs> and like I'm like, girl, what are you doing? So for you, those who couldn't hear, all I did was I flailed both my eyebrows like I was Dwayne The Rock Johnson on Double Duty. And it's her signature, Gabe. Fantastic what? point of reference Thank right you. there. But it's not good acting. So, but no. I, but I liked her in Last Christmas, and so my answer is I like a hot mess. I, I like a sexy yeah. hot mess. So Last Christmas. What other options do I have? Also, I do guess that Emilia Clark is really not in that many movies. Now that I think about she's it, she's not. No, her career literally was to be mostly fair, she was Game busy of Thrones. With Game of yeah. Thrones, for yeah, she, she was, was. She was like in her. Everybody was. I believe she was in her Game final Thrones, semester so. of college, or around that her senior year, uh, maybe really? like a little bit after it, and that's when she got. She got casted as Daenerys, and so she oh, that took up most of her geez. time. It was definitely after she graduated, because I know she graduated. <gasps> She's only 5'2". We're going to be best four. friends, because we're small. <laughs> All right. Chill. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Malu, what about you? She's who would you, who, which, which Amelia Clark character would you want to get married to? Ooh, okay. I also have just recently realized now. That I have a very small exposure to Amelia Clark as far as her movies. <laughs> Definitely not Daenerys. She's dangerous. <laughs> I admire her, but she's dangerous at the end. I would marry her the like season one, count. season two, maybe season the three. The end doesn't count. That is not Daenerys' true ending, and it never will be to me. And even sure. if it was? All right, but no, it's definitely not. Sorry, continue. <laughs> well, then maybe I'd marry Daenerys in like the middle seasons. If not... I have not seen Me For You or Last Christmas. Why have I seen these However, movies? I, do know I don't know why I've seen these movies. <laughs> it's only you. I saw Last Christmas um, in theaters. It was great. You told me you hated See, that movie. See, that's the thing. No, I did. No, no, no oh? I was about to follow up with saying how <laughs> terrible it was, and I hated it. You can love it and hate it at the same time. I loved her and um, him. They were great. Henry Golding Garbage. is I love Henry Golding. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's wonderful. He is. Yeah. He really Ooh. is. Um, I might go with Gabe's answer as well, Last Christmas, because I did see the trailer, and I do also love a hot mess. Yeah, it's, the movie is basically, mm. um, like, um, someone decided to make a Fleabag movie, but if it was, like, PG-13. Yes. And it's fine. It's, it's a charming Fleabag light, and it was good, and it was cute. Yeah. Charming Fleabag light, I like that. Yeah, I would say so. Yes. Okay, so either, like, season three to five, Daenerys, or, um, Last Christmas, Amelia Clark. Mm. Katie Cat, you better have an answer because not only did you I make do. the question, you were the last one. No, no, I, I, there is no question about this. I would absolutely marry Daenerys Targaryen in a heartbeat. <laughs> I am so ridiculously attracted murdered. to her. I don't. It makes me oh, ask that's a lot no of questions. Question. Just look at her. She's, she's physically perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I am so in love with her. Spe like specifically as Daenerys. Like I am. I realized in that show. How attracted I am to power, specifically female power. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and it was just, it was wonderful. I love her so much and I would do anything for Daenerys Targaryen. And even through the Can end. You would die in two days I, into that relationship. Me? No, absolutely not. We would, we would get along great. I, I believe Katie would open the wrong door, the dragons would be there, and Daenerys would leave the door closed. <laughs> That's so rude. How dare you talk about my woman like that? <laughs> she would never do that to me, Malu. Of course not. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Not at all. I'd be too much of a simp. She'd like that. Fair. You're right. 
<laughs> Katie would Katie would, would bend both knees and another thing like right away, like Dunzo. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I absolutely would. Anyway, yeah, I love her. I love Daenerys. It'll be great. So thanks sure. for answering that fun question, you guys. So fun. Woo. Let's get right into it. I'm going to introduce Paper Moon. Woo. Yes. It is a 1973 black and white comedy drama directed by Peter Ogie. Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Someone didn't read the It's phonetic, Katie. I know, well, you know what? Sometimes it's phonetic. Sometimes it's not. And no matter which one I choose, I screw it up. <laughs> So okay. anyway, it's directed by Peter Bogdanovich and written for the screen by Alvin Sargent based on the novel Addie Prey by Joe David Brown. It stars real-life father and daughter duo Ryan and Tatum O'Neill as Mose and Addie. Tatum became the youngest winner of the Academy Award for supporting actress in this film. Yay. She was nine, and this was her film debut. Holy shit. Wow. wow. Talented wow. Little, little kitty. She was the best part of this movie. I would not have continued watching it if she wasn't in it. Mm. Also, I just want to say supporting actress. Yeah. She was a leading role. Yeah, that was, right? a, that was a major controversy when it happened. Well, it wasn't a major controversy, but it was like a talking point of like, she's a star of the film, obviously. Yeah. But they also yeah. knew she was so good and she deserved to win that they kind of like, they, they backseated her for the ba- supporting actress nom. Like, it was okay. a known quantity. Everyone is like, we want her to have it, but we can't have her beat a real actress. It's just an- another mm. example of lame-ass Academy Award politics. Yeah, But I'm but glad yeah. she got it, because she fucking deserved it. But yeah, at least she got it, so that's good. Yeah. Wow. Good for Wowie. her. Wowie. Well, she's so, wow. she was so great. Definitely my favorite part of the film, I think. And the other film that we're watching for this special, special episode is Solo, a Star Wars story, also known as Solo. But I like saying the full name because it's kind of annoying. I also <laughs> like the whole name. Yeah, me too. It's a, it's a 2018 Star Wars anthology space western directed by Ron Howard and written by father and son duo Jonathan and Lawrence Kasdan. That's right. Um, we have we have father-kid relationships. Bind? Yeah. I was going to ask. It starts Alden Ehrenreich, and I had to look that up before I said it because it's not spelled the way you think it'd be. As Han Solo, Woody Harrelson as Tobias Beckett, Emilia Clarke as Kira, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian, and God does he kill it, yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge as L337, Junus, oh I did not read that one before reading it, Junus <laughs> Suotamo as Chewbacca, Paul Bettany as Dryden Boss, Thandi Newton as Val, Jean Favreau as Rio, and Aaron Kellyman as Enfys Nest. I yeah. knew I recognized the voice. It is right? John Favreau. It's Favreau. John Favreau. Good old Favreau. It's always John. Also, yeah, Donald Glover really kills it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Alden Ehrenreich also does as well. I just particularly love Lando and Donald Glover, but Han Solo is my favorite character, so Alden Ehrenreich absolutely knocks it out of the park. Good for him. Is Phoebe Waller-Bridge the artist, Gabe, that you like? She's oh, Phoebe Bridgers. Flea. Damn. Yeah. No, Phoebe Phoebe's. Bridgers and Phoebe Waller-Bridge... Um, they made a music video together because <gasps> they respect the hell out of each other, and it was great. It's a really beautiful one. It's off her uh, amazing album Punisher, and it's um uh, a savior complex. Really beautiful music video and really un- like unbelievably great song. Oh, I love that. No, Phoebe Waller Bridge oh, is I, I listen to it. It is a very good. Oh, 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 oh. Got it. There you go. That's it. Yes. Thank also, you. Speaking of Fleabag. We have something. Come on. One of my favorite artists also has a music video with Euro Waller-Bridge, Harry Styles, Two People with Kindness. Sure. No, I like I like Harry Styles. <laughs> I'll, I'll back you any fucking day. Harry Styles is great. Yes. Don't yeah. we all? 
If I could dress like him every day. Well, so so I, I don't mean to hijack your show, guys. But hijack. I really want to ask you both because I genuinely don't know the answer to this question. Do either of you like Star Wars? Yes. Wait. Different different little things. My keychain. There hey. You go. Yeah. And you can't. I don't know if you can see it. If I twist it, there it is. My poster. Very nice. So I'm not For- surprised that <laughs> Malu loves Star Wars. That I know I can count on Malu to have the similar fandom as I do. But <laughs> Katie has proved to be a more elusive fandom person. But so Katie, you like Star Wars? I do. I actually uh, bonded with my, it was one of the few things my dad and I ever bonded over in my childhood. (laughs) Yeah, we went to Hollywood Video, rented all of the movies, watched them for a weekend, and I was obsessed with it. I went to the basement and tried to make myself a lightsaber. Awesome. I vividly remember (laughs) thinking I went downstairs. (laughs) I went downstairs and I vividly remember thinking, huh, I don't think I can make this one right. I don't think I have the right kind of crystals. I don't think. (laughs) Shit, I have the other kind. Get a few rocks in her hand, ready for action. That's right. Yeah, no, but I I really loved it. And so, and I love it even more as an adult rewatching them. The thing is, I, I do love them, but I never, like, really looked into depth with the research or anything of the names of anything. So I never know the, like, the, the names of the different episodes. I can think of the movie, but I can't think of actually which one it is. Sure. Um, so what's the... I'm so... I'm sorry. I don't know if that's fake or not, but I love the <laughs> movies. <laughs> um, what's the movie with um, Luke when he visits Yoda? Empire and, Strikes Back. Empire, yeah. Thank you. Great. So that one, I really... I rewatched that one recently. I have the uh, Star Wars and Empire both on VHS because it's the only ways to watch <gasps> them without the uh, the creepy updates. <gasps> yes. The creepy uh, I, next time I yeah, come over, suck, can I dude. can we watch them? I like Katie, them. anytime anyone wants to watch a VHS tape with me, I'm so fucking game because <laughs> everyone else thinks I'm a stupid asshole for collecting VHS tapes. I hate that. You're the new cool Gabe. I, You're so damn. fucking cool. Damn it. Ah. I was watching Dirty <sighs> Dancing on VHS the other day. Oh my god, my heart. I watch DVDs and people make fun I of me, but you dancing. are cool. You're the cool version Thanks. of what I'm doing. Thanks. Damn. You're both hipsters. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Back um, it up. But <laughs> Never denied what it. What I was saying with The Empire Strikes Back, I, I'm really into, I'm very spiritual and very into spirituality and meditating and things. And I, sure. I really re- saw that a huge connection just with everything of the Force and all of like Luke's real journey um, as, as a big part of something like that. So as an adult, I also connected to it as well, along with like having fun as a kid with it. So. Well, that's um, that's fun. So, great so movies. I pick these movies because I want to talk about them because they excite me so much. And yeah. is again, and Solo is known to be one of the least well received in the history of the Star Wars franchise, and in Just my sad. opinion, very unfairly so because I think it's mm-hmm. it's a, it's in in retrospect, it's the best of the of the all the new ones. Like you it can is, watch this it movie. It is the best of the new ones. Oh, yes, well, I you can I really watch like it, it alone. But I think Rogue One is quality. Oh my god, no, we can... Do so let's add like that Rogue to the list. One? Rogue One is shit, my friend. <gasps> Rogue One, oh, okay, so... You. To, Rogue One is a quality film. Rogue One is two acts of terrible writing with one final brilliant <gasps> act. The last act of that movie is amazing. The first oh, two acts are people spinning wheels with no clear <laughs> motivation... 
the Jin Erso has no character. She has no purpose. And they tell you the entire movie, oh, she's doing this because of her dad, right? Tell, they, yes. they don't give you a fucking second to understand her motivations. Pointless. And the idea they want to make a dad. movie about um, about Diego Luna's character, which is a shame because Diego Luna is amazing, that they want to make more stories about him? Who fucking cares? Pointless. Okay. The final act of Rogue One, okay, amazing. The rest of the movie, bad, 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 bad oh, I writing. I really like it. Nothing really happens to lead to another scene. It, everything happens because it has to, not because of character. But the final act, yes. Mm. Top notch. <laughs> but yeah, I think that Solo is the is the best of the new ones. I agree. Solo is the the least Jedi-y of all of the Star Wars films. And I think yeah. that's great because I think the Star Wars world is bigger and better than Jedi, which is why Mandalorian Season 1, amazing. Season 2, sure. I like it. I feel like they're both really good. I feel I, like Season 2, yes, is more jedi but... It makes sense story wise as far as like where things had to go. It does. Logically, as far as like the lore of the universe and the story. Like, if you have a baby Yoda, Grogu. Grogu. He needs to go to the Jedi. Like, it's sort of where he has to end up anyway. So, like, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, makes sense. For me, the least interesting part of the Mandalorian is the Jedi. The most interesting part is. Um, the is the Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. It's that relationship. I have a I have a little Grogu. I don't know if you can see it. It's I love a, him so much. Really. It's a cro- it's a crochet Grogu. I love Grogu. Far back crochet. in my, my bed. I remember you scaring me on camera with that. Little <laughs> 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 I, I will never that. forget that. Yeah, burned into my brain. I haven't watched the Mandalorian yet. It's I great. heard it's worth watching, so at some point I will. Very much I have so. to get through. I have to get through the Wire and the Sopranos before I start any other dramas. Gabe, I, I, my first question for you is: um, What made you choose specifically these two movies and together, especially? Okay, so I and and, and I'm resisting immediately diving into questions for you guys because I think this is this is what, <laughs> because I asked you guys already like Star Wars baseline. And you're both fans, which is rad. And so I, I guess um, before I go into exactly what I want to talk about, just very quickly, neither of you have seen Paper Moon before? No, this Mm-mm. was my first, first time. time. Okay. So I love con movies that I had this moment when <laughs> I was a kid. I remember this very distinctly. I was like in the seventh or eighth grade. I have an older brother. He, My older brother is like the polar opposite of me. He is this macho... 80s cool guns and boobs and that, that kind of guy he, he's so all about action my brother does not suffer guns the same chemical imbalances that i do which is very obvious <laughs> I, I had this epiphany where i realized that a story is so much more exciting and fascinating and interesting when it's about a protagonist who talks their way through most of their problems who is someone whose gift is lying, someone whose gift is manipulation in a not creepy, gross way. I like the idea of a character who manages to finagle their way through problems. <laughs> and that kind of led me to really enjoying con films that I love, like con artist movies. That, that makes me very excited because it's all about the magic of conversation. And it takes really good skill to make a movie about people who talk their way out of problems. And I think that that's 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 what ties these two movies really well for me. Because in addition to that, I have these notes. Did you guys know I went to film school? So <laughs> here, here, here's what? part film of my school thesis. Buff. Film school. 
I was yeah. so bad at film school. I, I, I squeaked by. My Part of my thesis is I like movies that are about money because movies about money are never about money. There are a lot of movies about fundamental human needs, but money is not a fundamental human need. It is a byproduct of human need. So therefore, a character who cares about money actually cares about something deeply like deeply heavy behind that, that need. So it becomes a character decision. It becomes a choice. So when it comes to a con film like um, like Paper Moon, it's never about the money. It's not about the $200. It's about family. And when it comes to Han Solo, it's not about money and getting Kira. It's about family. It's about finding love. And, which he, which, and both of these characters, at the end of their films, find their chosen family. And it's despite the money. The money was never the issue. The money was the means to progress the plot in terms of fun and strange and often dark ways. But you, when a movie is about money... The end result is never about the money. It's about the people and the connections they make. So, what did you guys like about either of these movies? Which one appealed to you? Because I, I, you can, we can talk until we're blue in the face about how <laughs> bad Solo is if you're that pers- persuasion or the effects or whatever. But I think Paper Moon, as connected to Solo, is about people who have a monetary need that means something else. So <laughs> that is that I like that a lot. That is, oh, see, this is why I love talking to Gabe. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and then I go repeat it to someone else. I'm like, yeah, didn't you get it, you idiot? <laughs> that's the dream. Yeah, and that's film school for you. Yeah, that is film school. I wrote a lot of papers. I didn't believe it. There we go. That's it. See it. It's okay. I I just learned a lot of stuff I didn't. So um, in the meantime, I shouldn't um, say so <laughs> tell me guys about how you felt about Paper Moon because this is a movie people don't know about. This is the f- this is one of the only movies I was showed in film school where I saw part of it, ran home, and I'm like, Daniel, we're going to the video <laughs> store on St. Mark's on Kim's video was the place. Ooh. It used to be the place. It's gone now. Fucking tragedy. Course, this is a and we got place. Paper Moon and we watched it and we're like, oh, this is such a great time so what do you guys did you guys like paper moon tell me about your feelings loved it yeah absolutely hysterical yeah i thought it was really funny i liked it a lot i think um what's her face tatum tatum, I think tatum absolutely nailed it i think she made so made the whole movie <laughs> she was so fantastic i thought i just i think the comedic timing for the most part was pretty pretty good it was pretty on point <laughs> And I think a lot of the films, especially back earlier on, they have slower comedic timing usually. And there's there were still slower parts of this film to me. But the parts that were funny that, I mean, oh my God, my dad and I were laughing in the living room. It, it was... Oh, that's it was, fun. It was, it was just fun. You, you know what I mean? You and watched together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mom was sleeping on the couch, but uh, <laughs> Rob and I watched it together. And, no, those, uh, the, the long takes of them in the car together arguing and... Oh, and they're so them. good. They're so good. Like, my, my favorite image of this movie, in a movie filled with beautiful fucking Dust Bowl America images, black and white, yes. perfect, is yeah. the one where the two of them argue and it's... and sh- and. And uh, Addie, little Addie, is like, um, they, they start arguing about, like, well, you can just go ahead and get rid of me. And and it leads to this argument of, like, well, where are we going to go? There's the train station. That's fine. Well, how are we going to get there? How about through here? Well, I don't know. We're out of Bibles. What do you mean we're out of Bibles? <laughs> and it argues until they're finally, like, well, fine. We'll go through here first because we can make some serious money. I mean, we got to get Bibles, right? 
and it's like, <laughs> and, and they're it's, like, "You hungry? I'm hungry. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of hungry." <laughs> like it's just, it, the, the, I mean, like, I, I don't mean to rain on your parades, but Ryan and Tatum O'Neill had a terrible relationship. That <gasps> no, it was, it was no, no that no. it was awful. That I, I asked you guys. I guess clearly you didn't listen to me. That um, <laughs> you must remember this had a wonderful season about Polly Platt, the pr- the production designer of many P- of uh Peter Bogdanovich's films. Oh, I forgot. Double I listened un- to ugly, it once. unhappy story, but she was a genius. She was amazing. All of Peter Bogdanovich's great work was her being like Peter, make this movie. <laughs> and when she stopped working with him because he cheated on her of Sybil Shepherd. It just stopped making sense to him, and he just never made good movies from there. But like, like it's it's oh my god, this this movie was put together like this like she found she picked Tatum like Ryan was not going to use Tatum, but they managed to make it work, and there and Tatum was this deeply unhappy child. The mom was a drug addict, and they just never oh my god. And, and Polly became her sur- became her surrogate mother for a bit, but then the movie ended. And Tatum just kind of no. floundered for a while. She was in the Bad News Bears. She's been in Shameless and a bunch of other things since. She's still a good working actress. But the relationship between Ryan and Tatum is like is very, very sad and very bad. Apparently, oh, he no. once also accidentally hit on her at a wedding or at a funeral, no. which is even worse. No. So. On his own daughter? His daughter? Yeah, Ryan O'Neill, who, who was one of the greatest movie stars in the history of cinema. Pretty shitty guy. Wow, so, not surprise. a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> but... The, the same reaction, wow, surprising. The, the relationship between them is kind of real in the movie, where they were oh. they were contentious at best, but there was clearly love, but it was not great. Wow. That's oh, so shit. sad. I thought... I thought they were. I thought they would have had like a good relationship, like a considering Shirley how Temple genuine moment. that chemistry is. But I guess no. They just had great. They had great acting chemistry. Yeah, great chemistry. And that was. She Tatum, was just a talented they're, they're nine-year-old. Great. Yeah, and she's so good in the movie. Has Tatum really spoken is. about it at all? Like her. She experience? has. She wrote a book called "A Paper of Life." Of course, about. But... Like everyone in Hollywood, when they grow up, she wrote a book about it. Yeah, it, it's, it's a long. shame. It's it's really a shame, but. I, I think it's just this wonderful movie that has like this episodic quality almost, which I think is really cool. Which also ties into um, Solo that like there are little chapters of a life of a liar that kind of build <laughs> up towards a, a final kind of warm family reckoning. But yeah. Wow. The real family reckoning in Solo is Han getting uh, the Falcon. <laughs> yeah. That is the family reckoning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And now Phoebe Waller-Bridge has always been the voice of the Falcon, which is cool, I guess. I love it. I love <laughs> L3. L3 is so much fun. Like, I remember watching this movie for the first time and just absolutely falling in love with L3. Yeah, me too. Me A+. too. Especially yeah, when L3 she goes, like, I'm in a similar situation because she says Lando's in love with her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. How would that even work? It would work. <laughs> <laughs> just... Her, her um, comedy is A+. Plus. Real quick, going back to Paper Moon, I loved that because it took place in the 30s, they seem to have used uh, an old camera to do that. Mm. Uh, Gabe, did, do you know mm-hmm. any details about the actual cinematography with it? So what I know about it is this, that Peter Bogdanovich was one of like the main men of the 70s like independent film movement. That He was one of the big guys, partly because he was Orson fucking Welles' mentee 
that Orson oh, Welles. <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, no, that um, Peter Bogdanovich was like one of those guys. He was just a oh. regular college dude, and he ran the uh, I think the anthology film archives in New York, and he just kind of right when everything was blowing up, he was working for Orson Welles. So I know yeah. I know this for a fact. Obviously, they shot it on film. But the cool thing is that you guys know how when a movie is in black and white and clearly they just put a black and white filter into post-production, like, yeah. even when it's great, yes. it's still, like, clearly, like, you didn't shoot this in black and white. It looks kind of yeah. weird. Like, even Logan, which is one of the best black and white, like, remixes I've seen, it still looks not perfect. So a cool mm. thing I found out is that Orson Welles was the one who said to, um, uh, to... Bogdanovich, like, you should put a red filter on your camera. Because when you put a red filter in a black and white film, the reds really make the colors much more striking. The black the blue sky is darker and everything. So it's it's oh, wow. just old fashioned filmmaking ingenuity inspired by Orson fucking Wells. So Bogdanovich wow. gave a shit that um so I was gonna ask you guys to watch another one of my favorite movies, another Bogdanovich, uh, made by Polly Platt, which is the last picture show. Are you guys familiar? No, no, I'm not. Um, Cloris Leachman won her Oscar for it because she's Cloris goddamn fucking Leachman, rest in peace. <laughs> and it's another um, beautiful black and white period piece of the 70s by Bogdanovich. And it's just like, it takes so much skill to make this, to make a black and white in modern day work beautifully. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I feel like oh, I'm talking too much. Am I talking too much? Like. I like it. No, I, that's no. why I wanted you on the show. <laughs> you are the guest. Yeah, you're the one who went this to film school, Gabe. You have to teach us. Well, my <laughs> film school was useless. I produced well, no, podcasts. Clearly not. Look at you. Money is actually a means to family. I you know. know. I mean, I, I, I double overdrafted this week, so I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know my thoughts. I really was just interested in all of your thoughts with these. I just liked them, frankly. I didn't have too many thoughts about these. I I really liked. I don't want to keep going back to Paper Moon, but I just I think really pa- liked Paper that Moon one. is an is an agreed upon wonderful movie, and it's not like that deep in the sense of like let's analyze the deeper meaning. No, it's just a great fucking yeah. movie about a father yeah. and daughter with a complicated thing. I love that ending. And I, I didn't want to, like, come here and, and complain or argue about Solo too much, but I think you guys like it a lot. But No complaints here. Yeah, so you, do you have any complaints as a real Star Wars fan about Solo? I'm not a real Star Wars Either fan. of you, really? Well, did you guys I'm, like Alden Ehrenreich? Very big geek. I love him. There was another actor I really wanted to play Solo when I heard this movie was happening. I thought Preamble. this guy was great. <laughs> He's fantastic. He's, he's so good. my it. favorite character. So I was like, I was very like, I went into that movie theater with very much like, you walked in like ready arms. to be super tough. Just like <laughs> I am going to judge this movie if I have to. Because no, because like he's my favorite character. If they were gonna do him wrong, I was gonna get extremely upset. But I left the movie theater very happy, even though like there's this actor that played Harrison Ford. Like, young Harrison Ford, and I think it was Age of Adeline. Oh, that guy. He looks exactly like Harrison Ford, and he actually has, like, a small YouTube video of himself acting like Han Solo. And he does it exactly like Harrison Ford. It's almost scary. So I was a bit like, oh, I don't know about this actor. I don't know how much I'm going to like it. And then he fucking killed it. Like, I think Alden Ehrenreich really, like, pulled all the stops as far as, like, mimicking Harrison Ford's facial movements like it's very micro acting things that he does that are so trademark Han Solo or Harrison Ford as Han Solo that I I find it impossible not to love him 
I think he really like took on a very big mantle and did it very well. Um, I, I have a, a two prong response to that, which is um, one. Have, have you guys seen Hail Caesar? Yes. No. Very fun. Hail Caesar is a confusing, <laughs> more confusing Coen Brothers movies, but <laughs> but Alden Ehrenreich is like the most charismatic fucking thing on earth in it. That um, the whole um, the yep. would that it, would that it, would that it twer so simple? <laughs> would that it twer? He he's phenomenal in it, and I like. I should have been watching Solo again for this um, conversation, but I ended up watching clips <laughs> of Hail Caesar of Alden Ehrenreich doing it. I saw it like a couple nice. months ago again, so it's not a big deal. But, but um, uh, my my second prong mm-hmm. was um uh, that watching it again, I really like that he does something really different from from uh, from Harrison Ford. That thinking about it if if it was just a movie about Harrison Ford's interpretation of Han Solo it wouldn't be I, I don't think it would be very interesting it's the it's yeah. the captain it's the captain jack problem that when you make captain jack sparrow the protagonist it's not that interesting cuz he's <gasps> the the goofy rogue then why like he, you you need a you you need your neo you need oh. your harry potter to be a a character surrogate because when because a character like Han Solo and a character like Captain Jack Sparrow is not a good audience surrogate. You don't, you're not as invested in their success because they're the rogue character. So what I like the most about what Alden Ehrenreich does is that he does he makes his own choices. I I I, I, I don't know about you guys, but if I watching this movie Solo, imagining um Harrison Ford doing these perform this performance, I don't see it. I like very much exactly that Alden Ehrenreich is doing his own take on it. He's yeah. being this. He's more like a. He's more like um a little bit of, of Kurt Russell and Big Trouble in Little China, one of my favorite movies of all time. Have you guys seen that? I one? have I been meaning that. to watch that for probably four years now, Gabe. <laughs> it's a goofy, stupid fucking joy where the whole yeah. movie is. Kurt Russell being macho guy being like, all right, let's kick some fucking ass. And then he gets knocked out and his Asian sidekick is like, God damn it, Jack. All right, let's kick some fucking ass. <laughs> and I think that like that's a charming lead where where Alden Ehrenreich is just, he's he somehow makes um, Han Solo even more of an underdog. Because like in the movies, he's in, in the original Star Wars, Han Solo's not an underdog. He's the, the slick, suave guy who owns his own shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what, what, like, I, I think that was a cool tall order where Alden Ehrenreich and the writing and the whole Ron Howard thing. That's actually a sideboard I want to go into. That, Ooh. that um, uh, he makes you root for him in a way that's not like, oh, he's cool guy McGee. Lando is cool. Yeah. My, Lando's cool. My cool guy McGee oh, in this movie. Love but, Lando. But um, in in this movie that, and I want to ask you guys this. Uh, do you guys like Ron Howard? Are there Ron Howard movies where you're like, that's my fucking Ron Howard movie? Ooh, that's I a good question. I know I like Ron Howard. And then I, I do like Ron Howard. Movies. Like, Come I can on, tell I you know. I like him. I just can also tell you that I always forget his movies. And now I'll see the list and I'll be like, fuck. Me too. <laughs> yeah, literally me me and Malin No, but, but that's my that's my point. <laughs> um, if I can interrupt quick. Oh, that, The Grinch. Please. Of course I love him. Like Never the fucking mind. You guys fucking no did that question. one. That Ron Howard is maybe <laughs> the best director in Hollywood for being invisible. He is a yeah. perfect invisible workman director where you don't yeah. see him at all in his movies you could see all of his movies and be like who made that right and yep, then you're yep, like yep. oh fuck he did that like my favorite ron howard movie by a country mile is rush 
Rush is the movie where uh, it's Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Brühl. It's based on a true story where they are two rival Formula One racers. And it's so fucking good, you guys. Plus, Natalie Dormer's boobs are in it, which is just, just a win for everyone. But <laughs> oh it's a God. great invisible director movie where like, wow. Like you guys, did you guys see Ford v. Ferrari? Imagine that I, movie, no, but no, good. Not yet. Like if that movie oh. was exciting and good and fun and sexy and like oh. complex <laughs> and emotional. So, you know, but, that's why I skipped it. Yeah, don't watch that movie. Oh, watch Rush because Rush to. is perfection. Okay. Also, I, I just want to bring I just want to bring to the table that Ron Howard also directed the Osmosis Jones film. Yeah. And that serves for every vote of confidence I will ever need because <laughs> I love Osmosis Jones. That's a great movie. Oh God. What a character. Wait. What, what a concept. What movie is that? Where? Osmosis, Osmosis Jones? Jones. I don't see it on his list here. Oh, it's way at the end. <laughs> I was looking there. But as soon as you see it's 2011. As soon as you see the picture, I not hope 2011. You know what I'm it was about. it was older than that, right? Oh, 2001. 2001. I'm sorry. Oh my, I that's not read that. 2001. Yeah, it was from my childhood, not from my. Oh, I don't think. Tween did, years. Did he direct that? I don't know. He just shows up as a credit. Maybe he was Might a producer. Been executive director I don't know what he on it. Yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't direct An it. AD. It's on his directing. Uh list over here but gabe well, thank you for actually saying that because i'm like what like why why is ron howard such a good director like i know he is and you you put into words for me finally it's because he's invisible, invisible. I got he can literally do anything and everything like he's done every type of film except a horror uh-huh. movie i think uh-huh. i don't know about that even i bet he has at some point i has mean he? i like let's see let's all be on the wikipedia page we are all on Howard's page. You'll probably know all of these. I don't know all of them. I mean, Willow, actually. Willow is so fucking good, you guys. No idea. I love cool. Willow. Willow's on Cocoon. Disney Plus, so get on that shit. Oh, you know what? He's not in a horror film. The horror. Uh, yeah, bam, I'm good. See, well this done. is. I, I, I think Mellow and I should give up making our own syllabus and just have Gabe make us our own film school. <laughs> Honestly, guys, if you want, if you wanted to do a committee thing that every before every syllabus, you the the three of us plus Daniel decide on your syllabus, I'd be so game. Hell of yeah, let's do, do that. I'll because learn I, more. I wanted to make you guys film. watch a double feature of contemporary Chinese films, but I'm like, no, I, that's my syllabus. I'm gonna do a syllabus of contemporary Chinese cinema for you guys. Yeah, let's do you that. Can do, yeah. I'm on. Okay, well, we'll 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 schedule right. a production meeting soon. Back to Star Wars, though. I really like. What's his face? As... Alden Ehrenreich. Alden yes, Ehrenreich. I like Alden. I like Alden very much. I think exactly what you said is why I liked him. He did his own take. Although I would like you to explore a little bit more, if you don't mind, just for a second, uh, about why, how the writing and directing really helped him bring out the character. And so he's not just the cool guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, like they made a real emotional drive for the character, which was kind. <laughs> I mean, a back, a whole backstory for Han Solo. Like a, a fulfilling one, though. It wasn't just yeah. like, look at this cool guy who needs to learn a lesson, you know? No, agreed. <laughs> um, I, I think that's that's the cool thing that um for for me like uh so, I I watched this movie again with Daniel a couple months ago, so I didn't rewatch the whole thing. I watched it up to the point that is my favorite point where he meets Chewbacca, which is just a great scene. That's a great scene. It's so good, like the argument, everything there. Great fan service right there. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. This movie has a lot of fan service. Sometimes, but done not right so great. most of the time. Most of the time, it's it's good. It's a tad bit long. Yeah. For, uh, yes. It's too for what long. it is. 
but I, I I appreciate the fan service. I I think so in terms of the, of the writing and putting together. Like um so yeah, um, uh, Lawrence and John Kasdan wrote this. So I mean, like if anyone understands Star Wars, it's them. But I th- I think for me, when it comes to the writing of this character, so you can't imagine. And I think this is this is a, this is a good writing tool for any kind of like classic ensemble kind of thing, that Luke or Leia would have a completely different approach to every single one of these problems, and I think that the way Han Solo, as a up and comer, would approach these problems is he approaches them like a hustler. That I feel like that another great pairing with Solo would have been to do Casino Royale. Partially because the gambling segments, because the gambling segments are really, really great, and it's a formative story of, of a man who falls in love and loses his love and becomes a, it becomes a more iconic version of himself. But I, I, I think the 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 culminating journey of Han Solo in this thing, besides his thing of Kira with Amelia Clark, who again, like, really, may I say, I she's her. so good in this movie. She is she is really great in this movie. She has the most compelling journey in the whole movie. More so than Han, to be perfectly honest. I know. And <laughs> it's, it's just too bad that they had to get mired in fucking weird Star Wars lore that Darth Maul's alive, whatever. Hey, 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 she has hey, to do hey, more been, shit. That's been a thing for a long time. Some, some Dave Filoni shit. Alive. I guess I, uh, yeah, like Melu's Star Wars fandom's deeper than mine. I haven't watched Rebels <laughs> or Clone Wars. I don't anything. even know the names of all the movies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we have three different parts of a spectrum here. <laughs> yes, hey, that's what it's all about. So I think that I, I love the journey of Han in this movie. I really do. Where it was in the trailers, that whole thing where he ends the movie as the man who shoots first, which is fan service. It absolutely is. As it should be. As it should be. But it's a filler I, movie. Yeah, but the, the whole key to it is that he wants to be, he wants to do right. And he does his own thing. But Kira who is darker than him at the cli- at one at the emotional climax of the movie is like you know what you are and he's like i'm not and you know the obvious implication is he's a hero and he's like no this is a great example of a character refusing who he's meant to be in a very inspiring way and 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 goddamn i love that climax where he just fucking shoots <laughs> spoiler or just goddamn shoots um uh, woody harrelson who was great he just shoots I him. love him. And I love that climax so much. <laughs> he he has like the, the, the roguish Lawrence of Arabia first part anyway, Robin Hood ending <laughs> where it's fuck you, I win, peace, I got paid. And you see this man fly off and you see how he would be he's on the cusp of being either worse or better than who he is. And then he meets Luke Skywalker, which is wonderful. <laughs> it's also great. The- I like that you mentioned the the, the sort of the, the very emotional climax with Kira, because the minute I saw that scene, like I I like that everything about this movie didn't just feel like they were trying to you know give Pencil a backstory. It also felt like they were trying to explain a lot of who Han Solo was to kind of be like he's not just you know a very like slig rogue sort of dude. He's also a person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that Kira scene always reminded me of of Leia, and I love Leia. I think she's like her and Hannah are like I think my two favorite characters, and I just rotate them. Yeah, agreed. But then General that scene always Leia reminded me you. of General Organa. Thank you, General very Organa. Much. <laughs> I apologize. Double. <laughs> but that scene always reminds me of her because I feel like 
because, you know, him and Kira don't end up together in this movie. Spoiler. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What? Can you believe it? The character who never showed up again in the other movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there's such an important thing to, like, better understanding what the attraction to Leia is. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, oh, she's unattainable. It's also like she sees something in him that no one has seen in him for a while since Kira. Yeah. 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 Love that. And it's Good such point. a special little gap to fill that I, I love it so much. I love seeing her know that he's a hero because it just reflects on Leia, who also knows that he's a hero. Yeah, and very <laughs> well-written connection. Yeah, it, it was a thorough backstory, which I, <laughs> I really feel doesn't happen often at all in any backstory when they try to like make any kind of sequel and be like, oh yeah, let's really get into this real quick. It makes the characters yeah. in you know? the original better, in my opinion. That like yeah. I think this is I think this is just a I, I really love this movie. Like and I, I was I was furious that people just didn't even remotely give it a chance. I'm surprised that people didn't like this, frankly. I watched well, I all a, of the new ones and I thought this this one Rogue One was okay, but this one was definitely the best newer one. All the other ones are absolute garbage where I would be laughing out loud in the theater for it. But guys, really, I'm really glad you like both these movies. That Paper Moon is a very sentimental pick for me. It's it really like, I, I love it. It's one of these things I come back to all the time. And it's just, in my mind, a functionally perfect movie. And I love every minute of it. I also love every minute of it, and I never knew where it was going completely. Yeah, and that's like that. I feel like that's not the easiest thing to find, and I love that. You know, so that to me qualifies as a good movie. If I don't know where it's going, <laughs> yeah, not that I know I'm some genius who always knows where it's going, but I mean, it's just you know the show don't tell. I think that really nails it. Katie Holmes, the Sherlock Holmes of our times. Yeah, shut up. She always like when, knows when, 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 when Moe's is just like a, when Moe's says "rassle you for it," like. Everyone, like me in theater, is like, <gasps> he's going to wrestle Randy Quaid for the car? I also <laughs> thought that. Oh, my God. Oh, I knew he was fine there. I thought he was going to die with the police, though. I was like, yeah. oh, this man's going to die. Oh, and, and the close-up of um, where the money is in her hat. There's so many I little... I love it. Love it. There's so many so little sorry. images in this film. Like, it, it, it brings me... This movie brings me true joy. And Solo is something where I, I feel the need to command people to watch because too many decided they hated it before they saw it for no yeah. reason oh well so we didn't say it but paul bettany is fucking paul great Be- in solo he's I just, so paul good Bettany's in it great i felt like we need to just highlight the fact that dryden a, fucking the range, he's so good B, god he's great <laughs> like what a great antagonist he's just like a chill dude he is a really fucking good antagonist loses shit. fairly yeah. chill dude who just happens to be a murderer he's a fucking murderer and he's, 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 he's like a, really a real gangster guy. he's so yeah. good he's a I real deal gangster i like Vision. it great cast overall solo so like, amelia clark no solo has a great amelia cast. clark she is Woody good Harrelson. in this movie i, I guess she's fantastic double apology what? to katie she is good in this movie Damn. she's really this is the best <laughs> thing hope- i've seen her in I really, really, really hope she does like quality films and, and series after this slash soon because I am anxiously awaiting anything and everything that woman does and it needs to be more so I'm not stuck with having to watch me before you in desperate times. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Katie. Too. Don't drink the salt water. I know you're thirsty. Okay. Don't drink the salt you know water. Maybe I'll just cut that out completely and I'll have to decide on rewatching Game of Thrones or Last Christmas, both of which are an incredible disappointment. So, <laughs> more salt water. 
Yeah, or salt water. I kind of have to pick my poison. So, Amelia, <laughs> please do more quality things. Like I'm this. sure. I am sure she's trying. I'm sure she listens to the she, podcast and will answer to you. I know. Her. She will she'll email me immediately and say, Katie, don't worry, I got you. Well both the entire cast you of tweet solo is actually sat around a computer <laughs> listening to the podcast. Amelia Clark, I'm in love over. with you. <laughs> love come it. hang out with me in New York. Please come back to Broadway so I can come see you in a show. That's well, my that's my final thought. <laughs> in in what in what Broadway? Anything. Which, which I will watch her about? in absolutely anything. No, Kitty, I'm talking about the pandemic. The theaters are closed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Sing <laughs> Street musical forever, was supposed Malu. to start, but it just didn't get a chance. All right, I don't have any what final thoughts, really. I think Gabe kind of summed it up. I think Paper Moon, like he said, extremely beautiful, sentimental, very well made it, to every degree. I think it was very funny. It makes me really sad about the real life part. And I love that uh, the connection you made between these two films because, frankly, I had... No connection at all whatsoever. I couldn't wait for you to tell me that. So I love the connection. I love deep shit. These kind of killed it. So well, there, good there, picks, there's, Gabe. There's giant hairy bros in both films. Mm, my favorite. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Malu has no final thoughts. And we are going to take it on a break. Yeah. Oh. All right, and we have returned for the game time. Gabe, cue your own music, because you're doing the game. Yeah, Gabe, cue the game music. Here we go. (laughs) Love it. Gabe forgot he was doing the game. That's right. right. So, as listeners of the show may know, I host this show called Slow Readers along with uh, Daniel Gonzalez, co- um, co-creator of Top Shout Down out Radio. To the D-Man. The D-Man. <laughs> the D-Man. So, we're going to be playing this certain game. And again, if I had known this is the only game, I would have held out so I could have played. I, cause I, I Again, I, 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 I listen to this show every week. And I want to compete in these games, and because I know I'd win every time, and I never get a chance to compete. So, a little, little bit, feel a little bit burned, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool, guys. It's cool. You'll come back. You'll, now you have I'll to come, come back. back so we can do a game. Yeah, for you. just right. come back next week. Or for next fun. time we're in your podcast, we'll bring a game. There you go. Well, I, I can't come back for another <laughs> thirty episodes, un- or at least until I am um, uh, do your next uh, curriculum. So, That's guys, right. um, allow me, if, please, please join me in this exercise to play the game. Yes. Close your eyes. Open them! <laughs> you find yourselves trapped inside a interstellar prism. The walls oh are God. glossy glass. You see the stars <laughs> from spiraling past you. You oh know that if you fail to escape, you will be landing in utter black hole oblivion. However... Oh, no. Interstellar. Do not despair because a strange sort of living abyss calls to you. Ooh. This creature's name is the Gatekeeper. (laughs) Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. The Gatekeeper tells you as such. In front of you, 
are 10 gates. You each have... I hit the pop filter. You each have (laughs) 10 life points. Opening a gate will cost you a life point. And behind each gate is a clue to the answer to the ultimate question that will lead you to freedom. That question is... Which Ocean's 8 actress am I thinking of? Oh my god, yes! Because of con games and women, which is a good good time. So, once again, the rules are, (laughs) you will take your turns selecting a gate. Um, Whoever opens a gate sacrifices a health point, and then you have a chance to answer. You can pass at only the cost of only one health point. You can guess at the cost of an additional point, or you can pass. And then your opponent gets a chance to guess at no additional cost. So, please hold up your fingers for your points. Fingies. Fingies. And now, in order to decide who goes first, I am thinking of a number from 1 through 50. Katie, pick a number. 48. Malu, pick a number. 7. Katie, I said 47 in my brain the second you said that. I, I promise oh this is not a rig. I, I said pick a number. It. I said forty-seven. Katie goes forty-eight. That's because that's because Gabe and I are on the same wavelength always. I think professionally we I have s- to be, which is unfortunately <laughs> just the way it goes for you, Malu. <laughs> Katie and I are forced in to be in a hive mind. Okay. Yeah. No. For a little discontext, I've beaten Katie every single. Malu, you time are in fact a reigning champion Woo! of Gatekeeper, partially because you are an extremely shrewd player. So give yourself yeah, props for being the fucking Kano of Mortal Kombat of this game. So, Katie, would you like to go first, or would you like to make Malu go first? Well, here we go. Katie's gonna strategize, and it's gonna. No, backfire. I won't. I don't really fucking care, Malu. So you go first. <laughs> Katie already taking the bitter, the bitter point of view. Okay, Malu. Love it. So, Malu, please select the number between one and ten. Number seven again. Number seven. Can't, again. Do you know other numbers? Can you count? Nope. So again, the goal, I the question that. is, which Ocean's <laughs> Eight actress am I thinking of? And also, the goal is that any of these gates could be the answer, and none of them could be it, depending on your knowledge. Gate seven! Malu. I'm nervous. Yes. (laughs) This actress began performing at Dartmouth College. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know any of these people's educations. Hmm. Indeed. College. <laughs> would you like to stay at nine points for having opened a gate, or would you like to gamble on asking, putting yourself at eight points, or winning if you know? I mean, I can definitely rule some people out that I know didn't go to Dartmouth. Okay, like who? <laughs> but I mean, you don't I'm have to ask. for Katie's benefit. Yeah, fuck Come you, <laughs> competitive person. Of course, I'm not gonna say anything. And for Katie's benefit, no, okay. no. Okay. Um, like, like you just turn evil when you have to I'm play a game. Competitive. Yeah, Mally, you have the most vicious you. game face. It, it it shocks me. <laughs> no, no, 
no, not game face, just I'm game like attitude. I don't even She's have a game, so I'm smiling. mean. Yeah, having lost against you, I'm like, oh my god. She really went <laughs> that far, didn't she? God damn. Yeah, it hurts. I've always said if I wanted to be mean, I could be insanely mean. I really think that my role as a mean girl would be proud? so fulfilling, but I wouldn't want to be. <laughs> Why are you because proud I hold of myself that? back. Because morally, I hold myself back. That's not. I guess that's kind <laughs> that's of. Not... That's some Rorschach shit. Be yeah. grateful I haven't killed you. Melu, um, so would you like to make a guess? Uh, yeah, I'm going to. Or would you pass? No, no, I will not. I will pass it on to Katie and I'll stay with my nine points. Thank okay, you very much. Okay, you have nine points. I'll lose a. I don't lose a point if I don't guess this one because she passed it on to me. Indeed. Or I do. Yes. No, you can, you can pass at no cost. You still have ten right. points. Um. Come on, Katie, you can do it. Guess it. Please guess it at the first. No, actually, like, I'm not even saying it sarcastically. If you actually guess it at the first one just by pure luck, I'll be so Why happy you for you. Why do think it's so pure amazed. luck? You're such an asshole, Malu. No, it's not because I'm an asshole. It's, no, I'm sorry. Do you know which of them went to Dartmouth College? Do you? No, but I mean, I, I have... Exactly, I, so it'd be luck. I still have, like, an idea of them, you know? But I'm going to okay. pass just because I want to know more facts. All right, sounds good. <laughs> I'm not being an asshole. It's just like I wasn't. I didn't mean it as an asshole. I just meant that it's like okay, Mallow. Yeah, we'll pretend you didn't mean it like an asshole. <laughs> oh God! You know, paint me like the bad guy. I don't care. Okay. I don't need to paint it. <laughs> Katie, your turn. Yeah. The score okay. is U ten, Malu nine. Please select the gate that you would like to go to. Uh, gate nine, please. Gate nine. Ooh, this is a really good one. Nine nine. Okay. This actress notably starred in a play called Matt and Ben about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> so interesting. How many points do I lose if I guess it? If you guess wrong, you lose an additional point. So you'd go down to eight. Yeah. All right, I'm going to guess it. Um, I would like to guess Sarah Paulson. Mm. Katie? Yeah. You lose an additional point! That's okay. I felt like a good guess, honestly. I felt like a good guess. Yeah, it felt it felt right. But I, I needed to yeah. I needed to get her out because I feel like I love Sarah Paulson. <laughs> In my head, she could really have done anything. <laughs> so I'm like, she's Isn't she? Here's great? a peek yeah. behind the curtain. I originally had seven clues for Sarah Paulson, and I'm like, fuck. Do these guys know who Sarah Paulson is? I don't know. I love Sarah I went Paulson. to another actress. How dare you? I love Sarah oh, Paulson. She's wonderful. I love her. She needs an, a few Oscars. She really does. So, Katie, you are down at eight points. Melu. Ooh, I'm okay with that. You're at nine points. Please select. Oh, shit. Quickly before that, Melu, do you want to gamble a guess? What happens if I guess and I get it wrong? You lose another point. You fool. And then I'd be down to eight? You'd be down to eight. And then I would lose another point when I open the gate. Yes. I have almost. I think I know who it is. Ooh. I think I know but who I it is too. But I don't know how too. I know it. Like it was really just a feeling thing, and I wouldn't be able to tell you how I think I know this. Okay. Guys, the games only sounds better when you talk through your thought process. It is. Yeah, <laughs> talk through your thought process, dangus. I mean, it's just, okay. Katie's sitting thing. in her corner in a that. closet like a coiled snake. I see her ready to, like, <laughs> fucking pounce and murder men. That's right. She's, she's tired of my competitive bullshit every yeah. time we play games. I am. Katie Panther. <laughs> so sweet. Um, Melly, again, you don't have to guess. You can go on to your next first, game. The, the moment you said 
What were you saying about your thought my... process? You say you don't have one with this, and what? There was there was no thought process. The moment you said the thing about the play, an actress popped into my head. I... But there is no Mine too. rhyme, reason, or logic yes, as yes. to why she did it. <laughs> Me too. I am the exact same way. Yes, yes. I bet it's the same person too. Okay. Continue. Yeah, but now thinking about it, I have two options of people that it could be. And I don't want to guess wrong, so I'll move on to my next gate. Alright, Mel, you are at... And I'll lose a point anyways, because I'm going to a gate. Okay, please, so more clues, please select so. your gate. Number three. Number three. This, this one's gotta lock it in for you. Ooh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this actress's mother was oh. an OBGYN. How would this lock it in for me? I'm sorry. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Actually, that does help my answer. Mella, you are at eight points from having opened the gate. Would you like to guess? Or would you like to move on? Her mom was an OBGYN. Like, good for her. It just, I... What happens if I guess and I don't get it right? You lose an additional point. Nah, fuck it. Sandra Bullock. Malu. What's up? <laughs> You're incorrect! <laughs> Damn that was a dumb... You are now at that was seven dumb. points. <laughs> that's, that's, that, no, that, that was my idea for, um... Because of the play. I don't know why. No, Sandra but she Bullock didn't. Sandra Bullock mind. didn't go to college. She didn't? I, I, I didn't know, know that. that. <laughs> I didn't know that. She started, she was acting that? so, because I love Sandra Bullock. She acts so young. I will, I will, after we're done with this game, I would like to fact check myself on that. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Uh, you, you, you go, I'll check it while you're going. No, you're not allowed to. Oh no, she's already off the I'm, list. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. I Sorry. would love she's it. And like, a, so no cute. offense to you, Katie, if she did go to college and you super confidently was like, Sandra Bullock didn't go to fucking college, <laughs> stupid ass. <laughs> like, wow, she's Let's so see. sure. No, I, I just, uh, she just started Sandy acting D. very young into her teens, uh, not teens, um, in in her uh, early twenties. Sure, in eighties. I would be surprised if she. Yeah. I mean, she could have totally graduated. She was a little I would just, number nine, a perfectly acceptable movie. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Katie, um, Practical right? Magic is my favorite. Okay. Continue. Yeah, you know who directed that movie? Who? Griffin Dunn, who is the star of uh, films such as Martin Scorsese's After Hours, and also um, uh, uh, an American Werewolf in London. Oh. Love Griffin Dunn. Katie, Katie so your what score is eight she points. Go to? Yes, Wait it a is. minute. Hold on, hold on. Just fact checking yet. here. She Put your phone down. Malu. Shut up. Game oh. must continue oh. first. I told you. Katie, her that. do you want to guess or do you want to move on to the next gate? I'm gonna move on to the next gate just because I I want another fact. But okay. I think I might know who it That's is. That's fair. All right, Katie. Please select your game. Number two. No, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm, I said no. I'm between two. What, <laughs> okay. Which one did Malu choose last? Malu chose number three, three last. Oh, um. Gate six? Gate six. All right. This is an interesting one. I like Great this number. one for Same obvious thing. reasons. Gate six. This actress was an intern for Conan O'Brien. Oh, that's <gasps> cool. Oh. That's awesome. Ooh, that's Who really is this cool. person? Um. Is it Mindy Kaling? I forgot she was in that movie. Yes. You win! Yeah! You Fuck were you, correct. Malu. 
The answer was Mindy Kaling. You know what, Gabe? Oh, Can I say man. something I real quick? Yes. In that movie. When you said this Gates will be one of the actresses uh-huh. <laughs> from Ocean's I said Gabe picked Mindy Kaling. <laughs> Honestly, good. I literally knew it the Great second you said Katie. it. So my first choice was Sarah Paulson. My second choice was oh, I gotta go Mindy Kaling. Look at this. I literally guessed both of them. <laughs> well done. Is is Ooh. her character in her show an OBGYN? She is. Look at that. In the Mindy that, Project, I, she's an OBGYN. Why, I, again, I forgot Mindy Kaling was even in that movie. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, so um, guys, allow me to, nice. to read out the rest of the, the clues, mm-hmm. and then Katie can celebrate. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Gate no, first, 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 first. Congratulations, Katie. Well done, Thank you, Katie. Melody. Thank you, Gabe. Thanks, guys. A well-earned really victory. Thank and you. I, I, really, mm-hmm. I really did not want to show any bias. I know that I hang off Katie more, <laughs> and I, I really <laughs> wanted to do right by both of you. And I, uh-huh. I know it's, it's, it's Katie, I'm sorry to say this, it's much funnier when you lose, but <laughs> it, I'm so glad that of it course. worked out in your benefit. Hopefully okay. I have one listener that says, God, I just keep rooting for Katie since she's the <laughs> underdog. <laughs> there you go. Have one win. Gate number one. This actress was a 1% owner of the Welsh football team, Swansea City AFC. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> that was kind of a misdirect to make you think it was Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I was good. Yeah, I would have said Kate Blanchett right away. Yeah, mm-hmm. get number two. Oprah was the one who accidentally leaked the news that this actress was pregnant. Oh my so, god, that was fun. <laughs> number three, Amazing. we said OBGYN. Number four, this actress was born in 1979. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have helped all. Cool, good to know. Number five, this actress's two children are named Catherine and Spencer. One of them's me. No one knows who the father is. She's That's never told. So funny. Is she she in a what relationship at all or hasn't she told? She's never told. Oh my god. It'd Good be for funnier her. funnier if she was in a relationship and she was like, and she's never told. Yeah. I mean, like, I think the, the, they're the, married, deeply committed. Yeah, the good money's on BJ Novak. Anyway, <laughs> um, number six we talked about. Number seven we did. Number eight. This actress was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, number eight, the whole Ben Affleck and Matt Damon thing, that was actually her big break. She wrote that play. Huh? She played Ben Affleck. And honestly, so I've, I've <laughs> read, fun fact, oh, I've read all of her I've books because Mindy Kaling's awesome. And so she wrote this play for friend Brenda. And the funny thing is in the original iteration of the Mindy Project, Anna Camp played Brenda in it. So you see in the first season where she's, oh she's still changing it. Anna Camp played her friend. But yeah, she played Ben Affleck, and and um, her friend uh, played Brenda played Matt. No and shit. And honestly, the play sounds so fucking funny. Um, the premise is that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are two assholes in Boston doing nothing, and then from the sky, from nowhere, the script for Boom Goodwill Hunting lands on their floor. <laughs> and I'm like, that's such a good fucking premise for a play. That anyway. is, I love it. Wow, it's so good. I've always wanted to read the play. And number ten. Her real first name is religious, but her common use name was taken from a famous television show. Her first name is Vera, and her name Mindy comes from Mork and Mindy because her mom was watching Mork and Mindy. Wow. Cool. Who knew? Katie, you did it. You won. I did it. Yeah. You did throw me off with the play. Um, I was, when you said that, because like I said, at first when you said Ocean's 8, I said he chose Mindy Kaling. But then the play one made me think of either Sarah Paulson or Kate Blanchett. 
which mm. is why I needed to get one of them out of the way, knowing that Malu would probably uh, go for Kate Blanchett at some point later on as well. And then uh, <laughs> as I just heard the OBGYN. I was like, all right, sealed the deal. All right. I know my actresses. And anyway, mate, Malu, what college did uh, Sir, uh, Sandra Bullock go to? Sandra Bullock indeed attend uh, university. She went to East Carolina University in Greenville, North Carolina, where she received a BFA in drama in 1987. Fuck yeah. Wow. Good for her. Good for you, Sandra. Yeah. Love her, I'm not that Sandy. big a fan, to be honest. Malu, yeah. if you haven't watched Practical Magic yet, you absolutely need to come over. I have the DVD and we'll watch it together. I'll watch it. All right. Practical Magic? Yeah. my The Uber here would only be like 20 bucks. Yeah. Come over. Oh, I know what this is. I've never seen it, but I know what it is. Come watch I've seen it. the pictures. I've never seen it either. Oh, there's a song Guys, I like it. it's so good. It's so fun. Mm, Nicole Kidman. Oh, it's Nicole Kidman and Sandy. Come on, you can't and get better. And Bill Pullman, I think. And also, it is also just a fun fact real quick before we wrap up. It's my dream house, and it's a totally fake house. I mean, the the, the exterior is real, um, but the, the inside, which is my dream part, is a completely built set. Um, but that is exactly what I will build my house based on. Love it. It is a perfect, perfect <gasps> set. Oh my God! Stalker Channing is in this. Hey, oh, it's a great movie. Come the, over, the come over this week. We'll watch it Wednesday oh, night, okay. Malu. Congratulations, Katie, on winning. Thanks, Gatekeeper. Gabe. You're invited. This is your to come first over time too. winning Gatekeeper? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate yes, it, you guys. Cat. Gabe, next time you come, we will have a game for you where you and I can... Actually, yes, a better will. one. You and Malu can compete to see. Oh. I hope you destroy Malu. Please come back and destroy Malu. I'll do my Would best. You say I'm the mean one. I'll work with... <laughs> How about this? Daniel will come, too. Daniel and I will work on making a really good game, and you guys will compete. All right, yeah. I, I, I think that, um, uh, that we, we are due, because I did not want... Um, the two of us to appear at the same time. I think we are due for Daniel and I <laughs> to both appear on your show at the same time. I agree. I wanted We've you guys to be your show first. at the same time. Yeah. Now we're here. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. All right, the everybody. Way, way thank you. First of all, Gabe, thank you so much for coming and finally guesting on our show. Thank you, you for having me. Are so so goddamn wonderful in every freaking oh. way. So thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for your humor. Thank you for you. Um, and please come back Thank soon. Thank you for the movie selection. Yes. You know, um, again, guys, I've already planned. Also, as you know, I've already put some um, uh, some syllabi together for you guys. But yes. Um, yes. whenever you guys are ready to do my contemporary Chinese cinema syllabus, you let me know. I'll All be right. on every episode if yes. you want. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you're ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. All right. Well. Thank you all for coming. We will see you all next Wednesday. Please remember, we forgot to put this part in the beginning. Go to Apple Podcasts slash iTunes and leave us a review. Yes. Tell everyone how Malu is not your favorite uh, yes, professor and that I am the underdog that you root for. That's no, all. not. Yes, I am. Thank you very much. <laughs> Go um, to Instagram, at Film School Professionals. Follow us. Follow Katie. Watch her film bloom. Because it's amazing. Aw, thanks, guys. my art account if you're feeling like it. Yes, please check out Malu's Doodles. It's fantastic. And TLDR Swinton. Correct. Got it. And if, you, if you're... So, theoretically, <laughs> slow readers will be coming back sooner rather than later. Daniel's Yay. very busy, and I, I understand completely. 
I mean, if you want me on your podcast, goddamn, let me know. I'm I'm, I'm itchy. Absolutely. So hopefully, slow readers will be coming yes. back soon. Uh, Follow we'll slow readers. Out. Check out slow readers. Um, follow us on uh, on Top Gallant Radio on Twitter. I think it is. So yeah, happy yeah. to be here. And Instagram. Fabulous. Yeah. All right, everybody. We will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Incredible. One of the worst performances of my career, and they never doubted it for a second. Oh, this has taken a weird turn, but yep. thank you for the Spanish. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys had to listen to more than 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Top Gallant Radio, brought to you by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabe Mara. I've been told I'm an Amy, and my boyfriend's very Jakey, so so it works out that for actually, us. That's, love yeah, from what I heard on that episode, he's very Jakey. Right? I was just <laughs> about to say that, Gabe. Yeah, I can totally mm. see that. Very he's sweet. very much Jake Peralta. I'm very much Amy Santiago. It works Aww, for us. <laughs> there you go. I'm looking forward to cutting all of this out. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>